views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. To quote the great or infamous Anita Sarkeesian, everything is sexist, everything is racist, everything is homophobic, and you have to point it out. And so The Atlantic magazine, uh, something that I thought was quite a, well, at least a somewhat reputable magazine, on August 18th, 2017, posted an article by Alice Ristroff about how the eclipse is racist. I can't read you the whole article, although I'd love to, but it looks like my eldest son tried to pad an essay just to get all the words in that was possible. But I'll give you some highlights. On August 21st, 2017, a total solar eclipse will arrive mid-morning in the coast of Oregon. It has been dubbed the Great American Eclipse, and along most of its path, there live almost no black people. Presumably, this is not explained by the implicit bias of the solar system. It is a matter of population density and, more specifically, geographic variations in population density by race, for which the sun and the moon cannot be held responsible. Still, an eclipse chaser is always tempted to believe that the skies are relaying a message. Oregon, where this begins, is almost entirely white, as if that has anything to do with anything. Uh, from Oregon, the Great American Eclipse will travel through Idaho and Wyoming. It will catch a tiny, unpopulated piece of Montana, too. Percentage-wise, Idaho and Wyoming are even whiter than Oregon. And it just goes on and on and on and on. What and does this person have to say when the eclipse is over Africa? Is it racist then because there's very few whites there? I... I believe that this is a metaphor for the America that Trump now leads, where the races are divided. And it gets down to the, the point, and I'm just going to read the last little bit. America is a nation with debts that no honest man can pay. It is too much to ask that these debts simply be forgotten. But perhaps the strange path of the eclipse suggests a need for reorganization. We have figured out, more or less, how to count every person. We have not found a political system in which every person counts equally. This is, pardon the pun, pure lunacy. It is. I'm sorry, 620 soldiers, 1,000 soldiers dead during the Civil War. I'm sorry, was that not repaying the debt of slavery? And we have not yet found a political system in which every person counts equally. Hello, capitalism! Doesn't it sort of get dark when the moon goes over the face of the sun? <laughs> You know, doesn't it look then black? Yeah. <laughs> well, just the, the absurdity of the fact that it's some sort of metaphor for the state of the United States that there is an eclipse that took this particular path. Okay, there's another one in April 2024, I believe. Okay, so is that going to be racially motivated as to where that eclipse goes? I, I, uh, it's just absolute. So, every, so I guess you, what you said at the beginning, the quote. Everything is racist, everything is sexist. This takes care of the race thing. So now regarding sexism, are we supposed to look at the cloud formations and through the process of pareidolia image some sort of phallic or vaginal symbols in the clouds and say that that's sexist? It's a sexist cloud. Unfortunately, that's pretty much what it's come to. <laughs> no, this, no, this is insanity. No, I'm serious. Is. This is not sane. No. You go back 100 years, 150, whatever, and a, an article like this appears somewhere, even in a phrenology magazine. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. 
uh, which is lunacy in and of itself, but at least uh, at least uh, made an honest attempt at science. And this person, I swear, would be put into an asylum. Oh, God, it's, it's, they would question the sanity of this well, to, person. Well, there is correlation and complete, absolute. That has nothing to do with this. Like an eclipse. Well, and they, they do. She does caveat that at the beginning, where well, we can't say the sun and moon are biased. But, but. <laughs> but we can you say are. that they are, and that you must be, and that the whole United States must be, because look at where the population ended up. What a dismal existence this woman must lead. Le looking at such a, a momentous, uh, stellar event, and all she can think about is race. Yes. It, that it, The whole society, everything is sexism, everything is racist, everything is homophobic, and that's the lens the left sees everything through. They can't marvel at the beauty of a complete eclipse and go, wow, nature is absolutely amazing. It's like, hmm, wait, no, this is all for white people. There are no black people here. Oh, it must be racist. What happened when it went over, um, what was it, North Carolina, I thought, uh, at one point it was over near Atlanta. That's pretty black. <laughs> um, actually, there is a uh, paragraph in here, if I can find it, where she talks about the fact that the one state that has at least a feral population of black people, they're all meat packers and line workers, and they're, you know, the lower end of the economic scale. So oh, conservative blacks. It's still racist. <laughs> I, I just, I tried to get through this a million times, and I just kept wanting to beat my head into a brick wall because I'm like, somebody can't, how does somebody function in the real world with these notions in their mind? How do they re relate to reality with being unable to, oh, wow, what's the word I'm looking for? To, to, to just see that things are what they are and they don't always mean something else such as racism, sexism, homophobia, transgender phobia, whatever else there is now. Not everything is phobic. Islamophobic, that's the other one. Not everything is an ideology. Not everything is a hate. Well, you know, I think this has to do with trying to keep the one wedge that the left are trying to hammer home with regards to Donald Trump, and that is, of course, racism. And they're trying to keep it alive, so they look for absolutely any uh, event, any issue, and look at it through the lens that you're talking about, the uh, the lens of hate, in uh, the way I look at it. Well, how bad are their arguments that this is the last straw that they have to grasp at? Well, they can't prove that Trump's racist. They can't prove he's sexist, although he did have that one infamous quote, but even that's not sexist. Um, and then they can't prove anything that he's with the Russians, so they have to come up with such absurd notions. That's the word. That it's like, you, that's it? That's all you got? Nothing else? Like, <laughs> come on, bring it. Give me more. No, no, that's it. There's no meat to this. This is just ridiculous. And luckily, it has made the rounds on the internet with people poking fun at it, just going and head shaking and face palming in the best Picard version. And it's just, it's so ridiculous. And I just, I mean, between this and what's going on with the Robert Lee. You heard about the story of Robert Lee? Yes. The the Asian American who was removed from reporting. Sportscaster. Yes, yeah. a twenty year veteran of doing sport casting, and they apparently ESPN and him came to that agreement to uh, transfer him to another game because he didn't want him to broadcast from Charlottesville because his name was Robert Lee. 
there's so many things that you could put into the equivalent of a modern horror file, as it was labeled by Ayn Rand when she wrote The, uh, the Objectivist. Uh, she had this little collection of news articles people would send her of, of total absurdities, oh. much more in-depth, I think, and more philosophical than this. But um, this, I think, is an attempt um, by this, this Adla The Atlantic, which, by the way, I thought was a, a somewhat reputable publication. It's supposed but to But it be. seems like every single news outlet, whether it be radio, television, or print, has followed the domino effect of the radical left trying to undermine the Donald Trump presidency. But this particular event, the, the eclipse, I think, uh, only came about or at least, at least this kind of coverage of it only became about because the eclipse was, pardon the pun, overshadowing um, everything, every other news article. Yes. And so they go, oh, it's a dull week because the eclipse is going on, so let's talk about the eclipse in racist terms. Oh, yes, yes. We must <laughs> politicize something because there's nothing else going on that's political. Yeah. And everybody, the, there were so many, uh, Bill Whittle actually apparently drove up to uh, Idaho to witness it, and he said it was awe-inspiring. He really, really, really enjoyed it. And then you have people like Ben Shapiro, like, yeah, there's an eclipse. Get over it. <laughs> so well, we went I, both ways. But I looked at it. I, I'm an amateur astronomer, and I and I did look at it um, with appropriate filters, <laughs> and took some pictures of it. And I'm always inspired by it. And I wish I had the opportunity to go down south, just maybe about a five-hour, six-hour drive, and I could have seen it in, in its totality. But you wouldn't I, come across any black people, apparently. <laughs> But the thing is, people don't realize this, that there's any, a total eclipse of the sun uh, every about, about every 18 months. The thing is that they're, well, first of all, mostly over water because yes. the planet is mostly water. Secondly, they're mostly in uh, inaccessible areas because most of the planet is inaccessible to most people. So this was not the great American eclipse. This was simply an eclipse that happened to be in the United States. And of course we all know that the sun shines on the United States, except during a total eclipse. <laughs> I didn't really. Did you get some good pictures of it? Because I didn't really notice any change, and we just it kind of got like the clouds were over the sun for a little bit, and then that was about it that I noticed. I know. Yeah, there was a considerable dimming, of course, and things got a little more yellower and duller, and shadows took on a very different kind of uh, shape. It did. It had a, an eerie feel to it. I remember the last one I experienced. I was driving uh, with a friend in Toronto. And we were picking stuff up, and it was just like, you felt like the world kind of got quiet. Yeah. And less yeah. vibrant, and everything got very, and it's like, don't look at the sun, don't look at the sun, don't look at the sun, don't look at the sun. <laughs> you don't have to remind yourself not to look at the sun. All you have to do is glimpse at it for a millisecond, and you're, rem you're, you're you reminded why. of the fact that it'll burn your retinas off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing about the Donald Trump thing. Did you see when he and uh, Melania and Barron came out onto the balcony? Yes with their sunglasses, right? But just before he did that, he was, you know, he was camping for the, the press and he sort of glimpsed up at the sun for, I swear, a millisecond, you know, and pointed up. And what did CNN and every oh, other so news... stupid. He they freeze-framed that millisecond and say, Donald Trump glares at the sun without eye protection. <laughs> That's how absolutely... Uh, grasping at straws the left are well and the worst part is that actually makes him look better he can stare down the sun <laughs>
right, I think that's it for today. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Um, have a great week, weekend, whatever you're looking at. And uh, we'll catch you back here later. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right. <laughs>